your conclusion that uh, reason is foundational is uh, the point that I want to draw, try to put in a, um, I want to open that gap and say that it's not foundational, but um, uh, reason shows up, it exists, it's shot through everything um, that we as humans do uh, and how we operate in our world, but that doesn't make it necessarily foundational. That makes it um, an element and makes it elemental, uh, but not the only thing that exists as an element in in human existence, the only aspect uh, of human existence. There's, I, I kind of, uh, so there's, to, to call back something a, a little bit earlier in the conversation about how, um, uh, you, I, I think, Chris, you were saying about how uh, we, we don't have to know with absolute, absolute certainty that something, uh, you know, is going to be the case in the future in order to act on it rationally. I, we, we, we still have a sort of rational approach to uh, these things have existed before. Therefore, I'm going to act in a certain way to try to produce something that's happening in the future. That is a rational action. But it seems to me that if reason, if rationality has any definition at all, then that definition is certainty, that it's evacuated of all uncertainty. So to say that something is probabilistic uh, is to certainly say that there is some, some rational aspect to it. Uh, otherwise, it wouldn't be more likely than something else. It, it has to have some degree of rationality, but there's some aspect to probability that is, if not irrational, it is irrational. That it is to say that there is something happening in existence that is mystical, that is mysterious to us as rational beings. And to act at all, to conjure within ourselves the compulsion to choose to act on a world that is fundamentally mysterious to us, a future that is fundamentally mysterious to us, is to call upon, is to conjure an act of faith out of ourselves, to say, I choose despite my lack of knowing to act nonetheless to produce and come what may i am acting on the world i i I feel like there's there's as much of an element of mysticism shot through all of humanity as much as there is an element of rationality uh i mean there's a lot to untangle there i i suppose i mean when i say that reason is foundational for marx i mean that his ability to elaborate the inner nature of capitalism, as he puts it, uh, is done on the basis of reason. Like, the insights that he has when he's claiming to have insights into the essential nature of the logic of, and obviously logic is almost, synony- I mean, is synonymous with reason, of capitalist production, uh, comes from his adherence to uh, some notion of reason in some sense of the word. I mean, 
also, it's worth noting that um, when Marx and Engels talk about the dialectical structure of history or of nature, even for Engels, right, which I think Marx even himself uh, agreed with in many ways, this is coming from Hegel, who is using dialectics as a basic synonym for what reason itself is. So I guess I would push back a little bit on this and say that I do still stand by the claim that reason is really foundational for Marx. Now, obviously, as, you know, finite human beings, even though we have reason and we can use it, uh, we're not omniscient, right? That's not, I mean, it's a false dichotomy, I think, to sort of set it up such that either we're omniscient and know everything with certainty in advance of how you know, our actions are going to impact the world and all that stuff, uh, or it's just a leap of faith that we're taking. Uh, I would actually venture to say that, you know, we have to calculate our actions probabilistically sometimes because, okay, okay, of course, we just don't know all the variables. In principle, we could know those variables, but as a finite person, you're not going to know all of the X factors, whatever, that are uh, shaping the situation that you're acting in. So I don't think it means that the situation is itself inherently unknowable. I just think it means that we, as human beings, are not capable of exhaustively accounting for the immense complexities in any given situation that we're faced with. Um, I think the other thing to say, too, has exactly to do with this question of ends, right? Where, you know, I guess a question I would ask when it comes to this sort of example of acting in the world, uh, as you're putting it in terms of faith, well, I would hope that the ends that we're acting on the basis of, that we're aspiring to, we might say, are not just accepted on the basis of faith. Like, I would hope that, you know, if we are fighting for, let's say, the cause of justice, that we're not just accepting that justice is a good end on the basis of faith, but actually can rationally redeem justice as a true end in itself that is worth fighting for, right? Even if we might err in attempting to realize it, we might be able to still give a good, you know, argument, rational account as to why justice truly is an end in itself that human beings should strive for in our lives. Uh, this sort of thinking about, again, ends in themselves, I think, is what is sort of most, let's say, at stake when it comes to this question about how we're understanding the role of reason in Marx's thinking. Because reason is not just what allows him to give an account of how capitalism works. Reason is also what allows him to speculatively, in Hegel's sense of the word, see what we should be doing for the end of human freedom. Right. And I don't think Marx is accepting that freedom is this end we are seeking simply on the basis of faith. I think he actually would argue, no, no, we can actually rationally account for this. And, you know, some of his early writings even speak to this, like when in the Paris manuscripts, he's talking about our species being or Gattungswesen yeah. in German uh, from Feuerbach. I mean, he's talking about freedom as really being bound up with our human essence. And for him, this is a rational foundation as to why freedom really is something we should be fighting for. Now, whether 
our particular action in the given moment helps us get to that end or whether it fails and maybe even sets us back. Well, of course, you know, reason is not such that we can, we don't have crystal balls in our hands, right? And I would even go so far as to also uh, add that the idea that we could predict the future like this is based precisely on a mechanistic version of reason, not a dialectical one. 